You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about bike riding. So one of the more common questions that I get asked from a lot of people is, what should I do to exercise? You know, especially because my knee hurts or I have arthritis or, you know, whenever I try to do X, Y, Z, it causes pain. And one of the most common answers that I give people is get on your bike. Um, Now, this can either be a stationary bike or a regular bike. But stationary bikes come in a sit-on-top version or a recumbent. And what's nice for a lot of people now is bikes also are available as an e-bike or electric bike to help you, especially on those longer rides or when there's a hill involved. And why a bike? Well, a bike is a great way to exercise, whether or not you're inside or outside. You only put approximately 60% of your body weight across your knee joint when you're sitting in the saddle. This is obviously different if you stand up out of the bike seat, especially if you're going up a hill. You're going to be putting more regular body weight as if you were walking. But if you have pain and arthritis, especially if you're overweight and your knees hurt, especially when you try to walk, using the bike is just a way to cut back on some of that pressure across the knee joint. So when we walk, we put about one and a half times our body weight across the knee joint each step. And if somebody decides to take up running as an exercise, Every step, every impact on that leg puts about seven times your body weight. So you can imagine the forces that you put across your knee joint, even if you go for a half mile or one mile run. So most of the patients have figured out one way or the other that I can't do that because when I run, it hurts. Um, So they're looking for other alternatives. And what happens for a lot of people is they hurt when they run, they hurt when they jog, they hurt when they walk. So they just stop exercising. And then that leads to more weight gain more stiffness, more weakness, which then leads to more pain. It's this vicious downward spiral. So getting back on the bike, and then I get people, well, I can't use the bike. Okay, Um, it's interesting because, you know, walking for most people with arthritis is more painful than a bike, but I have met people that say, no, I, I tried the bike and I can't use the bike, but I can walk, great. You can walk or an elliptical. Um, what's even interesting is we see a lot more of these elliptobikes. If you haven't seen them, basically it looks like an elliptical machine. So you're standing up on it, but it's a bike. So these people are out on the road and your feet are attached to the pedals, just like an elliptical machine. And you're upright holding the handles. And these people, as they pedal the elliptical, it pedals the pedals and they can go just anywhere a bike would go. Uh, but it's a great way of getting in and out. So whether or not you are using a recumbent sit-on, a stationary sit-on-top-of, or a regular bike or e-bike. One of the most common mistakes that I see people make is inaccurate position of the seat height. Um, And there's an appropriate way and there's a realistic way. So I see some people put the seat way too high, uh, in which case your knee is completely locked and extended at the bottom of the pedal stroke. That's obviously too high. And for a lot of people, when they stop or go to get off, they might be more likely to fall because the seat height is so high. But more often than not, I see people with the seat height too low. 
And what we know is that the deeper the knee bends, the more pressure across your knee joint, especially your kneecap joint. So if your seat height is too low or too close to the pedals, and you're pedaling the bike and have pain, it's probably because you're putting too much force across the knee because the seat's too close. So you want to bring that seat height back. Um, and if you bring it back, what you're looking for most of the time is at the bottom of your pedal stroke. So if your right leg and right foot is the bottom of this pedal stroke, your left foot's a little higher, the seat height should be in the appropriate position with your knee slightly bent. Um, and a bike fitter, if you're riding out, is a great idea because there's even more complicated issues with fitting a bike appropriately, not only seat height, but it's positioned front to back and the position of the handlebars. So all those, if you're going to be riding outside and riding a lot, I would actually recommend that you invest in seeing a bike fitter and getting a professional fitting. But that seat height position where the knee is slightly bent at the bottom of the pedal stroke is a good starting point because when patients have knee arthritis, even though that is the appropriate seat height, you may find that slightly lower seat height position makes your knee feel better. So definitely aim for the appropriate seat height position, but adjust based on your knees, um, and that will help you. So, you know, why ride a bike? Well, again, like I've talked about in previous episodes, we know that when you exercise, you do get benefit. And the act of exercising the benefits that you get from exercising far outweigh risks of damaging your knee or making it worse by exercising, which is a big fear a lot of people have. I don't want to do X, Y, Z because I'm afraid I'm going to make it worse. And you're going to make pain worse if you could run, but most people realize, again, running is hurting too much, so they don't do it. But by not exercising, you're increasing your weight, you're weakening your muscles, you're stiffening your joint. All of that is going to make your symptoms worse. Um, so by getting on the bike, you're improving the range of motion of your knee joint. You're improving your strength in your quad, which has been proven to decrease pain, and additional general health benefits like your cardiovascular health. It burns more calories. It helps you maintain a healthy weight. If you're outside, you're getting some sunlight and getting vitamin D, which is also good for your bone health. Obviously, be aware of how much sunlight you're getting because there's a risk of skin cancer. And then also the social aspect that if you're in a class or you're out riding a bike with a friend or family member, there's that social aspect of just being out and about with other people. Um, so there's a lot of good health benefits of riding the bike. Now, a little caveat on, on electric bikes, because more and more, I've seen a lot of people get into the electric bike realm, and these are great. So if you like riding outside and you have the ability to ride outside and you're safe on a regular bicycle, but the reason that you don't ride further or more is because there's hills or distance, the electric bikes are nice because, you know, you got a big hill and you can just crank on the electric part of the bike and it climbs up the hill for you. Or what's nice with a lot of models too is that you can sort of adjust it so you can pedal and it makes up for the additional torque that you need to keep your speed and your cadence at what you want. So this way you're pedaling the same sort of distance and cadence and anytime that you hit an incline, it's just cheating for you a little bit and helping you up that grade. And this way you can go out, go further, go farther. You don't have to worry about making a change in your in your uh, location because of a hill that you're afraid that you're not going to be able to get up it at the end of the thing. So that's something that you should definitely look into. But when you start riding a bike, again, the thing that I've talked about before is a gradual improvement. We're looking for lifelong changes. So the mistake a lot of people will make is they'll hear this or someone will recommend, hey, you should exercise, go on a bike, get on it for 30 minutes or take a spin class, which would be even worse, and you're hurting you're in pain. 
So you don't want to do that thing. That bike is the devil. You want to stay away from that thing as much as possible. But the mistake is not the exercise or the bike. It's that you did too much too soon. So a spin class for a lot of people is a great exercise. I do have a few patients with bad arthritis that can get through it, but they've worked up to it and they have really strong quads. But a spin bike is very different than other bicycles. Um, So it's not something that I recommend people getting into if they have knee pain and knee arthritis. But getting onto a stationary bike and starting small or a regular bike and starting small is key. So what that would mean would be literally five minutes. And again, five minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It should not feel like exercise when you start. It's a test. Do you like the seat height? How's the seat position? How does your butt feel? I mean, you're sitting on the seat for five minutes. Some people get uncomfortable in that that way. So you want to kind of build up slowly. And then next week, 10 minutes. And then the next week, so now your third week, 15 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, you know, I'm getting a little pain or swelling. Okay, let's make it 12 minutes. So you build up 12 minutes. And then every week, you're trying to build up another, you know, two, two and a half, five minutes. And eventually, you can then hit 30 minutes a day, which would be great. So now you're up to doing 30 minutes a day on the bike. And what you'll start to notice at that point is the knees feel better, especially after you get off the bike. You have a little bit more energy. And then what a lot of people start noticing is they start to crave that, hey, tomorrow I get to ride my bike because I feel better on those days. And eventually you may get to the point where you can you know, ride every day. But what I recommend to a lot of people is I would rather you cross train in some form or fashion as opposed to doing the same exercise every day all the time is that if you ride the bike, you know, three days a week, do something else on those other days, you know, a yoga class, a stretch class, walking, weights, some impact exercise, you know, something a little different to change up the routine, to break up the monotony, but also to use your joints and your muscles in different ways. And you'd be surprised that once you get into a regular exercise routine, not only will you crave that exercise every morning, is that you'll notice overall you will feel better. I guarantee you'll you'll start to stand up better, eat better. All these changes that happen in your body as you change your metabolism will have a lot of life-altering effects. So if you're wondering what to do, this is a great time if you have that stationary bike that's sitting in your bedroom with a bunch of hangers because you've been putting all your clothes on it, is clean it off, set up the seat, Put on your, your training shoes, you know, get ready and get on that bike for five minutes starting today and start a lifelong change that's going to get you on the path to feeling better, having less pain and more energy. And you will improve a lot of stuff and not just your knee and knee pain. So if you've liked this information, please share it with a friend. Um, if you would have the time, it would be great if you could leave a review so it may help other people uh, find this podcast. And until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Adam Rosen, and you've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, Stay safe.